Poso maoni work, wai wanen kitanen ni mo e yoski pietaya posnotaman e yum MITW podcast. A yospis pietaya posnapi notaman and he sikimaka e yoso matnamene hokihi. So you're listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. I'm your host, Sheena Wapus. And Gary Dodge. Today we have Von Bulls, Public Information Officer for the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin, joining us as usual. Welcome, Von. Good morning. So we are kind of changing our format up a little bit with our scheduling. So we are going to be posting on Mondays from now on uh, instead of Fridays. So a little update for you with that. Um, so, Vaughn, how are we looking uh, this week with our local numbers uh, with COVID? We're actually really good. We're back to a, a point where we're almost like pre-Omicron levels overall. Um, cases have dropped off precipitously. Uh, I believe we only had about six new cases last week. So overall, locally, we're doing great. Statewide, it's also dropped off significantly. Um, kind of back to that pre-December-ish level before Omicron came around and threw everything off the rails. So good. We're doing well. So good news. Yeah, it's great news. Okay. Um, as the Omicron surge goes down, will mask recommendations change from the CDC? You know, I, I, I sure hope so. Um, locally, I bring it up in our incident command meetings on a fairly regular basis. Um, we look at, you know, the the stats between mask adoption and, and spread and stuff like that. So hopefully, um, you know, our cases have gone down. Um, the spread is also gone down. Hopefully we can convince them to rescind some of the mask wearing mandates since we were pretty much open 100% anyways. So we're working on it. We're working on it. Um, okay. Can we expect a new surge? And I know we talk about the crystal ball questions, but right. is it possible that we could have a new surge with the stealth Omicron variant that you were talking about last time we did an episode? I'm just going to throw this out there. So personal experience and education kind of kind of make me doubt that we'll see a surge like we did with this with stealth as we did with Omicron, um, just because we've had about 1,863 community members that have had COVID since this thing started. Um, that's about 40% of the community, and when COVID first came onto the, onto the scene, they were saying that we might all need like 50% of the population to be immune for herd immunity. That's pretty close to where we are. Plus about 80% of our population um, are vaccinated. Yes, the stealth is, um, it can evade some vaccination, but it does provide some protection um, versus some of the other variants that are out there. I highly doubt we're going to see a giant spike like we did when, with Omicron. Um, so I hope not. Um, but we'll see. And I know if people do contract COVID, um, the vaccinations do kind of mitigate some of the, uh, the symptoms, um, which contributes to a lower degree of viral spread. So hopefully, um, with natural immunity, with, uh, you know, moderate symptoms and stuff, uh, hopefully we won't see a spike in stealth. That's, that's kind of what I'm thinking right now. And the um, symptoms for the stealth version are similar to Omicron, like Sim yeah. Um, severity? Yeah, severity-wise, um, <clears throat> doesn't seem to be any difference. Um, so, And symptoms are pretty much as every other strain of COVID so far, of cough and runny nose and fatigue and, and muscle aches and things like that. So, 
Okay. Um, is it true that people face a higher risk of future heart problems after they've had COVID? You know, uh, we're kind of having a hard time determining whether or not that's true. There haven't obviously been a lot of long-term studies out there right now. Um, but if you have a se severe case of any sort of condition, whether it's COVID or anything else, it does put you at higher risks for, you know, more complications uh, further down the line. Um, so we'll find out whether or not, you know, COVID specifically puts you at a higher risk for things like heart conditions. Uh, do long-term side effects correlate to how severely ill the person was with COVID? Not always. Um, there can be people that get what's called long COVID where they're, they can't spread it, but they still experience some of the symptoms, you know, four to, you know, 12 weeks down the road still. Um, but they could just have a mild continuation of symptoms while there are other people that, you know, get hospitalized, get treatment, get out and stuff in the next week and, and they're pretty much over it. So it's not not necessarily like a one to one correlation or causation type scenario and stuff. It's more like a correlation. And then will schools require COVID vaccinations? Ah, that's that's a great question. You know, I'm not on I'm not on the State Board of Education and stuff. I couldn't say for sure. Um, I know, you know, the COVID vaccines aren't technically a life-saving medication like, you know, a polio um, vaccination. Um, so I don't know if they'll be able to require that to attend school like they do, you know, your MMRs and, and other vaccinations. So I'm not sure. Sorry about that. And then when are the next um, vaccine clinics? Next vaccine clinics are this Tuesday, the 15th, and Thursday, the 17th. Um, anyone ages five and older can attend. Um, it'll be at the Family and Community Engagement Center. I'm sorry, I can't say the Menominee name for it. It's very, very long in print, and I'm not very good at speaking Menominee. I'm sorry, everyone. But it's from uh, 1 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. Um, appointments uh, can be made and are encouraged. Uh, Walk-ins are, are welcome, but it'll just take a little bit longer. If you want to call the clinic for an appointment, it'd be 715-799-5769 or 715-799-5400. Uh, um, and at this clinic, we'll be offering uh, Moderna or Pfizer, depending on your age and what you've had. Okay. And then I've also been hearing about people getting the flu now. Um, is the clinic still administering flu shots? Yeah, we're administering flu shots. You can call the clinic at either of those numbers and, and set those up as well. Um, and in some cases, you can even get a COVID and a flu shot at the same time. So, yes, they're administering them. Yes, get them because the flu is out there, too. It hasn't gone away just because COVID's lurking in the corners. So, thanks. I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend getting, if you do get the flu and the COVID at the same time, um, don't get them in the same arm. Oh. That's what I did. Yeah, <laughs> that's <not> understandable. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, how would they distinguish between the flu and COVID? They'd put a swab in your nose and then they'd run a PCR test. Yeah, that, that's actually what they do is they'd, they'd run a COVID test. Um, it has a different genetic makeup from influenza. And that's really the only way they could determine whether or not it was different. I mean, some of the symptoms are different. Sometimes when you have flu, you have things like, um, you know, an upset stomach and diarrhea and vomiting. But with COVID, sometimes you have an upset stomach and diarrhea and vomiting. It's really weird that way. So testing it is really the only way to know for certain whether you have one or the other. <laughs> okay. And then um, is there anything else you'd like to add? You know what? Um, even though Omicron's going down, um, you know, remember to keep washing your hands, um, 
social distancing and getting enough sleep right now. It is, again, it's flu season. A lot of virus is going around, especially since we're not getting out a lot because it's cold outside. So, you know, try to take care of yourself, drink lots of fluids, stay healthy. YYNN for listening to the Menominee Indian Tribe of Wisconsin podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also listen to the podcast on menominee-nsn.gov under the community tab. Keep up to date by following us on Facebook at MITW Podcast. If you have any topic suggestions or questions about COVID-19, you can send them to us at podcast at mitw.org.